Welcome back to the BNB Podcast. My name is Jaden Boyce. Alongside me is Coach Bailey. Today we've got a little different type of episode. We're going to go through NFL, college, and NBA stuff a little faster. And then we're going to a little top three of all time. We're going with top three busts, top three dynasties. Top, top three bad man. Bad man. And then top three plays of all time. Freeman Waters plays. So how are you doing this morning? Hey, I'm doing all right. We survived another spooky uh, holiday. The old Halloween last night. My my son was dressed up as a skunk. He was kind of a hit. Brought him over to the elementary for the big parade they got over there. I didn't know anything about it till this year. So uh, we had a handful of trick-or-treaters. Now, our road is under construction, so we didn't get a lot of trick-or-treaters. So the ones that came, they got a lot of candy because I was pretty generous. Yeah, I liked your kid, a little Pepe Le Pew. A little Pepe Le Pew, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we call him a little stinker, so we thought it was just fitting that he dressed up as a skunk. But yeah, you know, Halloween's over. It's now November, so to me it is officially basketball season. We still have a couple weeks till practice starts, but November to me is kind of that that transition. When it's November, it's basketball. NBA all, is business. Full, all business. All man. business, man. NBA is in full swing. College basketball is starting to have some inter-squads, some some exhibition games it's this is this is the best nfl week was it scary bailey i don't really know another ugly week of the nfl yeah. i didn't take away a ton from this week other than the bnb podcast curses for real and i had people texting me about the bnb podcast curse Niners haven't won since we were hyping up Purdy. We were <laughs> talking you big. You called him the chosen one, and he can't get a win. Oh, boy. We were hyping up Cousins. He gets hurt. And Man. Taylor Swift and the Chiefs just got beat down by hey. the Denver Broncos. Yeah, you know what? We're, since we're doing a top three um, a bad man award, and we're not doing like our typical weak bad man, I'm going to sneak one in there real quick. Whoever does the sound and audio for the Denver Broncos stadium is my bad man because when he played Taylor Swift as they were clearing the field, oh, kind yeah, of as a, just a rub in the face <laughs> to the Chiefs, I thought that was hilarious. Whoever that guy is or girl is, whoever it is that's working that sound system at the uh, Mile High Stadium, you're a bad man. That was pretty funny. You know, there was a lot of games and stuff. Again, like I said, I didn't take away a ton from it. I say a little bit, though, we do have to touch up on a bit. Uh, trade deadline. Yesterday, some stuff did happen. My big biggest takeaway, though, is the Niners adding another piece in Chase Young to that pass rush. Is anybody going to score in the Niners the rest of this year? <laughs> See, we're, we're saying that. See, I don't want to say that, though, because I'm actually cheering for the Niners, and now they're going to get screwed. Ah, but come on. That defense? Are you kidding me? That that was that was big time for them to go out. Only give up a third round. Yeah, that that's a steal. I feel I don't know what I don't even know how that. Sometimes though in the NFL when they make trades, it doesn't even make sense to me because it's like this high profile big name for like a fifth rounder, a projected second rounder. It just doesn't make sense because you know in basketball it's usually you're getting a guy for a guy, like a stud for a stud. Football, you're you're kind of giving up a stud to hopefully get a stud? I don't know. It doesn't make sense, but Niners, I think, won that trade. Yeah, and the Commanders also giving up Montez Sweat, who's another great pass rusher for the Commanders. I mean, are they going to even have, like, I saw this meme it was like, oh, well, I don't even know what it was. It was like the uh, 
the defensive line coach for the commanders walking into like <laughs> practice and it was the will smith looking around at a uh, fresh prince of bel-air at the finale or whatever in the empty house and i was laughing at that that's exactly <laughs> what it's gonna be like man i think the commanders are about to to really struggle here for a while they just got rid of like you said some, some really good players and that's funny though i could see that coach walking in walking into the defensive Film room and looking around like, all right, whoa, boy. Who you just lost are... your studs. Yeah, yikes. And then also, uh, Razul Douglas for our Packers. Losing a top de- defensive back for us, that hurt a little bit. It did. And, you know, he had a couple of huge plays. Was it last year or the year before? Two years ago he popped off. Yeah, you know, and I started to kind of really like that guy. And I think he was a good player. The, the Packers got rid of him. At this point, though, I don't know what the Packers are doing. We're not good. I think we're just, we're almost just hoping, kind of desperate right now. But yeah, big rebuild. Uh, he went to the Bears, I think. And I can I give a shout out real quick. One of the biggest Bears fans who's one of the biggest listeners to the podcast. A guy I play flag football with in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Chase Donaldson. He said he wanted his Bears to be mentioned today. I mentioned his Bears. Hey, you know what? And you said your buddy's name is what? Chase. Chase, I apologize because a week ago, your Bears deserved a shout-out because you guys started a quarterback. I don't even know what his name Bang- Division two, Division two quarterback. And he comes out and got a win. First, first like, rookie starting quarterback for the Bears to win a game since 2004 or something like that. Or some crazy stat. He was actually on my radar for bad man last week. And I, I totally forgot to mention him. He didn't even mention him. Division two quarterback gets a start in the NFL for a team that's been struggling and gets the win. Yeah, so there's your shout-out to the Bears. Sorry about that, Chase. Yeah, Bears had a tough loss against the Chargers, though. Nonetheless, so as we said, Division two quarterback coming up into the big league, showing everyone that it doesn't matter what division you're from. If you can play, you can play the you game of play. football. Yeah. He, that guy's I, I like him too. Like they showed his dad. His dad's like some arm wrestling world champion. Yeah, too. I saw like, that. It just seems like a cool guy. And but, uh it wasn't a super active free agency for NFL at least. No, I you know, the big the big one that jumped off was the Chase Young, but there were some other big names that kinda got shuffled around, but I don't think any are gonna be huge impacts like that. You yeah. going back to the week though of football, NFL football. Who? I mean, what's going on? Like we said, ugly season in the NFL. The only thing I'm looking forward to right now is the Philadelphia Eagles to come out with another another Christmas album. That's the only thing I'm looking Ooh, forward yeah, to. Right that, now. That, Jason that's, Kelsey. That's about the only in thing. company. Because other than that, right now the Bills ugly. Thursday night win. Chiefs ugly. Chiefs ugly. The Cowboys destroyed the Rams. Saw that coming. Dak Prescott sitting on my bench in fantasy just goes <laughs> off. But CD Lamb, I started CD Lamb, so I should know better. I should start the two together, get those points. But I do want to mention one thing because we said we we're going to go quick on football, and I think we should get off of NFL quick. But how about when we talked about Joe Burrow? We were he was so bad, and we were rubbing rubbing him. Rubbing, dragging him through the dirt, and I said, you know what, Joey B's back, and they're gonna rattle off a bunch in a row. They're on three in a row right now. Yeah, they're doing very good right now. I think the Bengals are gonna be a legit contender come come playoffs. But yeah, they're doing very good. Lions, yeah, the Lions. Hats off to 
the Bengals are bouncing back. That's not easy to come back from. Everyone was hating on the Bengals, but the Bengals are like, hey, we're still here. Jamar Chase and company, Joe Burrow and company, I should say, are doing fantastic. But I feel like they did this last year. I think they started like 1-3 and three or 0-3, oh and, and then they rattled off like 8 in a row. So I think Joe Burrow and the Bengals, I think they're going to be a contender, especially with the Bills struggling. The Dolphins, you know, they're. I think the Dolphins are still a front runner in the AFC, but Dolphins... Bengals, Ravens, kind of the three consistent teams in the last few weeks. Yeah, and us saying that one of these teams is going to fall apart. So <laughs> All three of them will I probably think, get smashed this weekend. I think the B&B curse, we're going to bless it to the Bengals because you're hyping them up. I think they're going to get the curse. I'm not they're going to get the curse. We'll see how that plays out. Other than NFL, we're going to get off that. Yeah, and there's a little college football playoff that came out. And I just want to rattle through the struggle top 10 for you. And just tell me what you think. Ohio State 1, Georgia 2, Michigan 3, Florida State 4, your Washington 5, Oregon 6, Texas 7, Alabama 8, Oklahoma 9, and Ole Miss. My Ole Miss. Yeah. Number 10. Yeah. I like it. Ohio State, I think, should be at 1 because of the level of competition they've had to play. I was just going to say, they jumped. This was the first week they jumped Georgia, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so it must that's the committee must be looking at. All right, let's look at schedules, right? They beat Notre Dame, they beat Penn State, they've beat some dogs in the last couple of weeks. So Ohio State earning that number one, Georgia I think certainly at two. <clears throat> I just have a hard time with Michigan right now, just with all that stuff going on. But obviously on the field, those kids are playing football. But they um, haven't played anybody. That's they the haven't thing. played anybody. You're right. And when you're one of these top tier D, uh, I mean uh, Big Ten teams. You got like I'm sick of them scheduling cakewalks. I know. I'm sick so, of it when every week you're like Michigan is blowing teams out. Play a top level team. Play at Notre Dame. Yeah, that's why in Ohio State they're they're seeing the benefit right now. Sitting at number one, but Michigan's only number three. And I don't know. That's a tough one. But Florida State four. They can play. Don't sleep. Florida, on Florida State. Florida State's really good. Washington. I mean, there's only five unbeaten teams, and I think. Well, you got Air I mean, Force, too. That's yeah, I guess. <laughs> but, like, Michigan and Ohio State are going to end up playing in the Big Ten Championship. Well, they'll put, they won't because they're both in the East. But oh, yeah, that'll yeah, basically that's, be the Big Ten that, Championship. That's what I mean. I, I guess what I was trying to say is Michigan and Ohio State, one of them is going to have a loss. Mm-hmm. Is that loss potentially going to drop them out and allow Washington, let's say, to come in at the number four spot because then there's four unbeaten teams this is my pet peeve with the college football playoffs and this is why i like how we're going to the next format next year you can be michigan Ohio. one of those teams has to lose that shouldn't punish them from not making the playoffs because you never know what team you're going to get one week to another week so this michigan team that lost they could beat though a struggling georgia team that'll find its way in the playoffs because maybe georgia's schedule's weaker i don't love the college football playoffs format right now i'm glad it's switching next year i wish it was this year though no i i agree there's some flaws in it it's i mean yeah how do you pick because washington yeah they're unbeaten but they beat oregon they beat you know they're i think they're gonna beat usc I mean, they're beating. they should be ranked over michigan right now if you're asking me because they've played level of competition in michigan uh, that's what i'm getting seen. at washington in the pac-12 they have been as good if not better than most conferences yes and right now, Washington is plowing their way through it. If Washington finishes unbeaten, 
I think they have to be ahead of Michigan. You know, unless Michigan goes and pummels Ohio State, which I don't think is going to happen. But, yeah, college football playoff, that's a, I mean, that's a debate. We could go on for hours about who deserves what. I mean, could Bama find a way to sneak in there? Bama's not out of it. Well, you got to remember, there's a couple more weeks here. If they don't lose, they knock off Georgia. Like, Texas, same thing, Texas. They're, you know, Oklahoma, Alabama, Texas, Oregon, all sitting there, one loss. I don't know that Ole Miss, Penn State, Missouri, Louisville, I don't think any of those guys have a shot to get in. But I do think Oregon, Texas, Alabama, and Oklahoma, if they were to win out, including conference championships, they got they have to be a they have to be considered. <clears throat> like we've said in the NFL, I don't see a true number one team. Ohio State, I love. You know, I went to that game. It was a crazy atmosphere there. Marvin Harrison Jr. is maybe the best player in all of college football. They struggle at the quarterback position, though. Kyle McCord, I, I don't know if you watched the Wisconsin game, but he struggled a bit. Throwing two picks against Wisconsin. I don't know. Can he lead them to the promised land? I don't I know. I don't know that he can. Imagine if, like, C.J. Stroud was still there oh, with a guy. That, like, whew, they would be unreal. But... Yeah, I don't know that McCord's the guy that's going to get him. I don't know if he's going to be holding up a national championship trophy or not. I still, I, I called it weeks ago. I'm talking like week two. I called Washington Huskies. I did. I told Penix winning the Heisman and the Huskies winning the Natty. And it's just going to really open up everybody's eyes to like. He's had some ugly games recently, though. He, hey, you know what? Get off, <laughs> get off his back, man. He's, he's so, his back's sore. He's been, carrying, he's been carrying the team. No, he hasn't been carrying. They're. He hasn't played great the last couple of games, but hey, find me a guy that's been flawless all year. He doesn't exist. The only one that's out there, and I do think if Penix doesn't win the Heisman, your boy Marvin Harrison might be. He might be the Heisman. And again, we have to look at who's throwing him the ball, what he's doing at this level. And at first, Kyle McCord, I like the guy. You know, Kirsten talks highly of him. I trust him. Carson trust him, I trust him. Yeah, Met his parents, great people, Kyle McCord. You just have to look at him, and he's not the level of C.J. Stroud. Is. He's not the level that a lot of these top-tier quarterbacks are. Yeah, he's not. Um, he's got time, though. He does. Like I said, what, what they have four more weeks. Mm-hmm. So a lot can happen, but I'm sticking with my picks on Washington and Penix. I do think uh, Florida State has earned a little bit more respect for me just – Never really mentioned them in all our other preseason talk or, you know, all of our predictions. They're right there. And if you think about it, they're coming out of the ACC. I mean, who do they really have to worry about? You know, you look at the SEC, Georgia, Alabama, they got to worry. They, Ole Miss. Ole Miss, right? Big Ten, you got Ohio State, Michigan, they got to worry Penn about, State. you know, how you going to, Penn State, how are you going to figure that out? The Pac 12, you got. You know, USC, Utah, Oregon. Like, a lot of teams can beat each other. Florida State's kind of sitting in the driver's seat thinking, Mm -hmm. who do we got to worry about? I think they have the ACC locked up. Clemson is struggling beyond beliefs. Yeah, so I I really think Florida State, they should, if they don't trip up, I'm going to take a look at their schedule. But I don't think think they're going to lose. I mean, they play Pitt, Miami, North Alabama, and Florida. Florida State should be a lock. Yeah. They shouldn't lose. They really shouldn't. And, like, there's always that one team that's randomly in there that we always have to try to predict. I think 
I just don't know what the whole Ohio State Michigan game what's gonna play into that. That's gonna be when is that game? It's the last game of the year. Yeah, that that's gonna be some hype right there. That Ooh. will be. I might have to go to that game. I might have you to. You might have to. But yeah, uh, no. Washington Huskies, you you can tell I love these guys. They have number 20 USC, then number 18 Utah, then number 16 Oregon State. If you win all three of those games and Florida State wins their three, you have to put Washington ahead of Florida State. Florida State's playing Northern Florida. Washington's playing Utah, USC, ranked teams. The strength of schedule has to come into, into effect here. Washington Huskies find their if they win those three, and then beat Washington State to end the season, which they'll probably blow that one, and then all of, everything will fall apart. But well, I think they would be up there if they didn't have that such an ugly game against Arizona State. I think that got them held back a little bit. But yeah, well, it's fun this time of year now that they do the college playoff show on Tuesdays, and you can kind of see what everybody else is thinking. But I think they nailed it week one. I think they nailed it with their top ten. Mm-hmm. All right, we can move on. Well, we're going to pivot to that and go over to a little – I just want to touch up on a little NBA that's going on right now. Our guy Dame dropped 39 and then dropped six. Well, it looked good, then it looked bad. Uh, your guy Bates, your rookie of the year, I think he played a little last night, but he hasn't yeah, had a time playing. I, you know, that was a stretch when I made that pick. It's clear Wembenyama. I've been calling him Wembenyana. I just realized that I've been saying his name wrong the whole time. He's got to be the clear. He's going to be the rookie of the year. I don't know how, unless he gets injured. But he's got to be rookie of the year. He's looked great. I saw something the other day. Speaking of Dame and uh, the Bucks, says you have to contain or you have to try to put up with Giannis for three quarters and then defend. Lillard in the fourth. Like, how do you do it? And he's the most, like, arguably the most clutch player of all time. Like, Dame's up there. He's on Steph level. He really is. He He's a... Dame, Dame's a bucket, man. But the Bucks, It's NBA's early season. I think the the Bucks will be just fine. Um, I do want to say, though, my MVP prediction... This guy's almost average. I, I know we're only a handful of games into the season. But oh, Luca, Luca dancing, Luca averaging almost a forty burger. No, he's he's been going off. I think he right is averaging now. forty. I think he's at like. See, this is Luca. Four. This is Luca every single season. His team's just uh, so bad. Thirty nine. He's averaging thirty nine points, nine point seven assists, and eleven rebounds. <laughs> and he's the kind of guy that's going to keep that going. I mean, he's not going to average forty for the year, but he's going to be averaging mid thirties, I think, because that's. I mean, he's a problem. Has, has Kyrie been playing? Um, I don't think he has, and that might be I don't, why. He's, I don't hear nothing about Kyrie anymore. If he is playing, he's obviously taking a back seat and said, "All right, Luca, this is your show. I'll get you the ball. You put it in the hoop." <laughs> and but Luca, season's young. We still got about seventy-five games to go, seventy-six games to go. But Luca's off to an MVP start. Jokic obviously is going to be right there too. But Luca. Keep hooping, my guy, because you're looking good out there. Yeah, he truly is hooping. I'd like to ask you about this. A little trade happened yesterday. James Harden going over to the Clippers. What's your thoughts about this? Okay. Uh, James Harden is a great YMCA basketball player. He is a great lifetime fitness 
men's league player. He's a guy that can just fill it up. He is a bucket. He can score at will. Look at where he's gone and what has happened everywhere he goes. There's something about him and the way he plays or the way he wants to play or the way he affects the locker room. There is something going on with James Harden that prevents him from being a winner. He, When he went to Philly, everybody's like, oh, Philly's a lock for the East. Guaranteed finals. Guaranteed championship. Never happened. I like Tyrese Maxey more than I like James Harden. But now he's going to go there. I don't see James Harden, Kawhi Leonard, and Paul George meshing as a three. Like, so you just, don't think that they can put in, like, Russell Westbrook was the same way. Westbrook goes to the Clippers, and he kind of plays his role a little better now as more of a role player. You don't think they can talk to Harden about that? I, mean, I think they've tried everywhere they've sent him. Like, did, Harden went to the Nets with Kyrie and Durant. Like, granted, they went through injuries that whole time. But it didn't make that team any better. And I don't think he's going to make the Clippers any better. I just don't. I, James Harden, don't get me wrong, he's a bucket. And I'll pick him first every time I'm at the Y and he shows up. But I'm not going to spend money. I'm not going to send players and draft it and draft picks to get him because he's never helped a team win. Never. So do you think the Clippers got worse in this trade? Yes, I actually really? think they, I really think they did. I think that's blasphemy. I think oh, I think stop, the audacity on. you have to say that they got worse, first of all. Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, yes, they mesh together when they're healthy. If they aren't healthy, though, you do need that scorer like a James Harden that can come in there. And I agree with you that he can shoot you out of a game. I firmly agree with you on that. But if you can talk to him and be like, okay, just chill down, James. In the fourth quarter, I don't need you as much because I have Kawhi and I have Paul George. I don't want you to shoot us out of a game. I want you to play more of a role. And I'm not saying for him to come off the bench, but, I mean, he's going to run the point. I think he's a top-ten point guard in the league still. Oh, no. You I, don't think he's a top-ten point guard in the league no. right now? I, the beard, I'm not a fan. Just putting it out there. Who? I'm not even 100% sure. Who did, who did the um, Sixers get in that deal? The Sixers got Covington... KJ Martin, Marcus Morris, and yeah, they didn't get, they didn't unprotected, get unprotected first round pick. I think. Yeah, there. I mean, in Bantam, I, so. I, I don't know. PJ Tucker, though, I, I he was he was a key key player for the Bucks when and they won that. Covington but. is a good defensive player. I think they gave up a little bit, but Harden's a star, and like he does bring a little cancer sometimes. But I'm just curious. Russell Westbrook's still there. Maybe he can talk to Harden. See? They tried those two together once already. What's but again though? No. Westbrook doesn't thing, have doing that the same role. thing over and over again, expecting a different outcome. What do we, what do we call that? Call that insanity. Bad move by the Clippers. Russell Westbrook isn't what he's not playing that role that they wanted him to play in Houston though. He's more of an off the bench type okay. of guy. All right. I don't. I don't like the trade. You clearly do. I don't mind the trade. <laughs> I do think, though, because the West is kind of weak aside from the Nuggets, I do think the Clippers are going to have a chance for the playoffs. I think they're going to the finals. Team. I got them uh, going to the finals. Okay, I don't think that'll happen, but <laughs> it don't matter. You know what? I welcome anybody from the West to the finals because the Bucks in six, baby. Let's go. Bucks in six. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Anyways, Luca, front runner for the MVP. There. I mean, the NBA, what are they? They're six games in, something like that, not even. Four, three, four games in. So he's averaging a 40-piece. Not 
I mean, that's huge, but let's let's revisit, you know, player stats in about three to four weeks when they got 20 games under their belt. But Yeah, no, that's factual. Well, we're going to move past the NBA, and we're going to our little special edition. Are we calling this, like, the scary, spooky... What are we calling this? Because it... Our, I mean, Halloween. It was Halloween, yesterday, but... Our, should we do, like, a special, I guess, every hol- holiday-ish? Yeah, holiday special. This is kind of like the spooky... Episode. <laughs> spooky episode with a little bit of... Uh, we're going to go top three, we said. Top three. Let's go with our top three bad man. Just any sport. Any sport. Top three baddest man. Do you want me to go first or you go first? You give one, I'll go. My number three, and for an honorable mention... This is very tough on me. I think I should go with, I'm gonna name two honorable mentions. I'm gonna go one Olympic star in Usain Bolt as my one. The fastest man alive, we're talking greatest athletes. He's definitely in there. So I have to put him in my honorable mention. And I also have to put Lionel Messi in my honorable mention. Eight Ballon d'Ors, he just won one. Amazing player. Can I? Before you give your top three, can I give my honorable mention? Yeah, you give your honorable mention. I'm just going to go one honorable mention because I can't make, I, I can't put him as a bad man. Nothing against swimmers, but I'm just not going to put a swimmer as a bad man. Michael Phelps, with the amount of gold medals that guy's got hanging around his neck, he's kind he's of a bad a, man. He's a bad... I actually got to meet Michael Phelps once. Did you actually? So, long story short, my first teaching job in Texas, uh, Miss Hansen, Martha Hansen, was married to Brandon Hansen, who is an Olympic swimmer, who was on the relays and actually knew Phelps. Well, I went to, I think it was a Halloween, no, I think it was a Christmas party, I don't remember, to a party at the Hansen house, and of course, Phelps was there. It was pretty cool. Like, it was right after, like, it was right in the peak of all this stuff. I was kind of starstruck. I was like, oh my God, that's Michael Phelps. That guy's got more gold medals than anybody. Um, One and only time. But not to keep rambling, Phelps is my honorable mention, bad man, because... When you think big picture, this guy has done a lot for the USA He's done in terms a of medals. ton for the USA. Another honorable mention is Tom Brady. And the reason I put Tom Brady not my top three is because the NFL, I feel like there's not a clear number one player of all yeah. time because the positions are so It's hard in the NFL. Distant. My number three baddest man of all time, I'm going with LeBron James. Oh, no. My greatest basketball player of all time. One of the most influential players of all time. What this man did for the Cavaliers, what he did for the Heat, what he did for the L.A. Lakers to go everywhere and win, he's definitely a bad man. And he's at my number three bad man of all time. Well, I'm going to go my number three bad man. I could go MJ, man. Michael Jordan. Ooh, you're matching up. I'm matching you because we already know he's the greatest of all time. He's probably borderline the number one, but I'm going to give him number three. Okay, I got some other guys I'm thinking of over here for for bad man. But yeah, my number three, MJ. My number two bad man of all time. Yeah, I'm going overseas like I always do. And yes, I'm going Cristiano Ronaldo because this man is one of my... I didn't know you were such fifth. a soccer guy. Yeah, I am a soccer guy. And I love Cristiano Ronaldo. I mean, the most popular man in the whole world besides Jesus and the Pope. Cristiano Ronaldo, the most goals of all time. Most international goals of all time. Most club, most Champions League goals of all time. Cristiano Ronaldo, you're my number two bad man. Woo. 
All right, I'm gonna shift it up. This one right here, okay. There's so many that I could pick from, but I'm going with Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky. We don't support hockey players. I'm we're not. Here, we, we don't give a lot of shout outs to hockey, and we kind of just sweep hockey under the rug. <laughs> and we apologize to Schweitzer and uh, who, who are the Brennan, Brennan and Sawyer. And Sawyer, all you hockey guys. Apologies for that. So this is me making it up to you right here. Wayne Gretzky, I saw a stat, and I don't remember. I'm probably going to butcher this, but it was like you could take away his goals and he'd still be like top three in points of all time. All right, yeah, like this guy sense. is unbelievable. Wayne Gretzky, you're a bad man. You know, I feel odd. I, God, maybe I should switch it. Jordan at two and Gretzky at three. But no, Wayne Gretzky, he's a bad man. I know the hate I was going to get for this. And I was actually going to throw Michael Phelps in when you said that at one of my top three spots. Because 28 gold medals, you're right. What he did for the <laughs> USA. Oh, Dude, my. That guy, good. man. He should be on the flag or something. That guy is unbelievable. Good so golly, gold Miss medals. Molly. I mean, he is exceptional. My, unbelievable. Unbelievable. And I said I wasn't going football on here, but my number one, I'm going football. Everyone's going to hate me for this. I don't care. He's my villain. He's my baddest man. He's the one who started the bad man, Aaron. Fucking Rodgers is the baddest man of all time. The man is gifted by God. He just, he's coming back from an injury faster than anybody. If he does come back and play this year, I will take back who I'm going number one and I'll put him in there, but not till then. Oh, man. I mean, he just brought my. Green Bay Packers, a Super Bowl. Personally, a lot of people don't like him. I think he's a true villain. I think he's a true bad man. And since it's Halloween, it's spooky. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, you are the bad man. Okay, okay, I like it. All right, my number one, bad man. <laughs> this guy floats like a butterfly, stings <laughs> like a yes. bee, goes by yes. the name Muhammad Ali. Ooh, he's out there. Bad, he's a bad <laughs> man. Muhammad Ali, man. I love oh, Muhammad. I could watch. My dad used to be a big boxing fan. Like he would just watch it on TV. But I could watch Muhammad Ali speak. I can watch him Trash talk. I can watch him box. He's just a bad. That dude feared nobody. Absolutely nobody. And you know what? He did what he wanted to do in a time where this country might not have all kind of had things going the way it should have been going. Back when he was in his prime, people were trying to cut him. He did not care. He was Muhammad Ali, and there was nobody going to change that. He is my bad is man. Of all time. Ah, man, he is a bad man in the sport of boxing. doesn't give as much love as it should. We got to go over to the top three busts of all time now? Yeah, I'm I'm just going to wrap. Can I go first? Yeah, you go first. Okay. Number one, biggest bust of all time. I'm going with Jamarcus Russell. Oh, huge bust, yes. Huge. Coming out of LSU, everybody thought he was going to be the guy. Horrible. Number two, going Greg Oden. Out of Ohio State University, going basketball, seven foot. Injuries derailed him. I mean, his knees are not good. Uh, Greg Oden, number two, number three, and I. This was 
this was a tough one, and I'm going to look back at my notes here because I took some notes. So Jamarcus Russell's definitely number one. Greg Oden's number two. There's a guy not many people are going to know about, him, so I'm not going to use him as Kwame Brown. Oh, Kwa- no, 100% Kwame. Oh, he might sneak onto my list. But I'm going to tell you what. They don't just make Netflix docuseries about dudes that aren't busts. Johnny Football. Johnny Menzel out of Kerrville, Texas. Wow. He is my biggest bust number three. Just a wasted talent. I mean, I had a buddy that used to um, scout for UT Permian Basin. It's a baseball team over in Odessa, Texas. He actually recruited and scouted Johnny Menzel. Said he should have went to uh, baseball. Because baseball would have been better for him than, like, only having to play once. Like, football only playing once a week gave him six days to be an idiot. Whereas in baseball, you're literally playing five, six times a week. Like, you don't have time. Like, you can't be flying out to Vegas and partying and, you know, doing all these dumb things because you got games every day. And he was an unbelievable center fielder. I, I never seen him play baseball, but apparently my buddy Nate, Nate Schwartz, buddy, shout out. This is my guy down in Texas. He um, he said he was just an unbelievable center fielder, which I could see it as fast yeah. as he is. So those are my three busts. Mar- Jamarcus Russell, Greg Oden, Johnny. Mine, I'm going Johnny Football at three. Like you said, the man didn't watch any film. His documentary series <laughs> so was funny. incredible. I think the reason he's not my number one is because people had these they were thinking he was going to maybe be a bust because of that reason. My number two, I'm going Kwame Brown. You are. Kwame Brown. I've seen the Stephen A. Smith complaints about it. It's just hilarious. Kwame Brown. He I mean, th- he couldn't catch the ball. His hands were too small. He couldn't put it up. Whatever Stephen A. was saying, he's my number two. <laughs> and my number one biggest draft bust of all time, I'm sticking with the theme of the Green Bay Packers, Tony Mandridge coming out of Michigan <laughs> State. The I man forgot took about st- Tony. The man took steroids. <laughs> <laughs> and we could have taken Dion, I think. We could have taken, could we have taken Barry Sanders? Or was Trey Aikman pick number one? I forget. We could have taken a lot more guys than the number two overall pick, Tony Mandarej. That's my that's, that's top three biggest busts of all time. Okay, we're probably going to run out of time again. So I think our premium waters play of all time. Play. One play. One play. By okay. the way, our busts, that was this week's Marco Septic. Marco Septic. We can't forget our sponsors. We love our sponsors. Marco Septic busts of all time. We had our baddest man. Now our premium waters play. Play their so century. When we go play, can we go moments? Or are we going specific play? Oh, this is tough for me. There's so many, and I feel like I'm going to miss one. So I'm going to go with one that I've seen with my two eyes, I think. And one of the, oh, man, I, I don't think this, <laughs> this is, the, is the hardest. This is hard. I don't even know which one. I don't think pick. there is a true number one. But when I go most memorable that I remember, if we went moment, I was going to say Miracle on Ice. But if we go play, Ooh, nice. I'm going with that Kawhi Leonard shot. It's up there. It's one of my most memorable plays. This guy was plays. like behind the basket. It's on. Believable <laughs> that or the block by LeBron James are up there Ooh, that as is... the most memorable plays I've ever seen with my two eyes. I those those were yeah. I man, I don't even know who was it for the Badgers in March Madness a couple years back. That was it, uh, Bronson Koenig. Yeah, came off that curl like they ran that set where he 
set it on the opposite block, curled around, caught it in the corner. It was a lot like the Kawhi Leonard shot. Yeah, the corner like, shot. It was a lot like that. That was a huge one. The one that just keeps popping in my head, it's probably because we saw it over and over on TV, was the dude, I don't even remember his name, for the Giants. Eli. OBJ? No, he has a handful of plays that could be... Uh, Caught it to the side of his helmet. Oh, uh, Tyree. 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 Davis Tyree. Like, that was that was pretty unbelievable. Um, you could you could turn on a Barry Sanders highlight and watch a bunch of every hit. play. Like, every play was. I I don't even know. There's <sighs> Tiger Woods on the 16th hole. What was that? I don't even know what that. Is. The 2005 Masters. So uh, I was thinking Tiger when he won in 2019 as one of the best. The Premium Waters play. Just the, I mean, there's just too many of them. Like, how do you compare it? Like, a buzzer beater at half court? I'm I'm going with it just because every year, in this one, I don't care how many times I've seen it and heard it, it brings a tear to my eye every time is Jimmy Valvano's speech, right? <laughs> so when NC State won the natty on that, on that pass, missed shot, I think it was more of a missed shot, put back, and uh, Jimmy V in the North Carolina State won the Natty, just because Jimmy V that that whole that speech he gives, man, that coaches versus cancer week gets me every year. So I'm giving it to that one. That's I didn't get to see it. I wasn't wasn't watching at the time, but I see it every year over and over and over when they show that and they talk about Jimmy V. So that's my premium waters play of the century, play of all time is North Carolina State put back at the buzzer to win the national championship. A great little segment from us, a little top three all-time type deal. And we're going to go down to our 60-second predictions for this week. We're going to go through this fast. we got Dolphins, Chiefs. I'm going Finns. I think the Chiefs are embarrassed about what happened in Denver. I think Chiefs – I think Kelsey's – I think he's going to get settled down after all the Taylor Swift hoopla going on. Chiefs. Our beloved Packers versus the LA Rams. Rams. You know what? I'm going I'm never going against my Packers. I'm going my green and gold Packers. Seahawks, Ravens, who are you going with? Ravens. I'm going Seahawks. Geno Smith. You know I'm a big fan of him. Yeah, Ravens are hot right now though. And the best game of the weekend, Bills, Bengals, who are you going with? I just I just hyped them up. I gotta go with my boy Joey B. And the Bengals. You think I'm going to go against Joe Shiesty? You're wrong. I'm not going against Joe <laughs> Shiesty. Kansas State versus Texas. Great game. Texas. Texas is good. They're back. They had that one little hiccup, but hook them horns. They are back. We got Missouri versus Georgia. Georgia crushes them. Washington versus, L- or Washington versus USC. I know you're going near Washington. I am too. Yeah, that's going to be a great game, though, I think. No, it truly will be. Caleb Williams versus Michael Penix Jr. Great game. And then the game of the week, our prediction, this is when we bring out the head, Alabama versus LSU. Who you got? Eight versus 13. I think Alabama. Um, I picked LSU earlier this year in a game, and they let me down. So I just, they've lost my trust. So I'm going Bama. And I do think, I think Bama, it's going to be the same talk every year. One loss, Alabama. Right there at that five four, do they jump somebody? So I think I think Bama wins out, and they're in the conversation for the final four. I said that before too. I have Bama beating LSU. I think they're not out of the playoffs yet. No, I not th- at all. Nick Saban team is never bad. I got Alabama beating LSU. Also, do you remember? And I don't know why I just thought of this. 
when I kind of felt bad, I was like, man, I kind of had an off week. I had a stretch for my bad man when I went with Adolis Garcia from the Rangers. That guy is unbelievable. They're starting to accuse him of being on PEDs because really? he had a walk-off bomb in the first game of the World Series. Like, he's that guy's a bad man. Baseball, World Series, I don't even know what the series is at, but... I mean, I feel like as a sports podcast, we at least have to acknowledge the world. Yeah. We have to at least acknowledge the hockey. Worlds. We have because Papa Sabe would be upset if we just completely blew off the fact that World Series is going on. But um, that and hockey, we don't even want to talk about you know the tragedy that happened on the ice. That was just I saw that the other day. Maybe, very sad moment. Very sad moment of silence for real for that guy because it just goes to show you sports. I mean, we saw what happened with Demar Hamlin last year. We just saw what happened with this guy on the ice the other day. Like, these athletes are really, really going through it out there, and they're they're putting their lives on the line literally. So, um, but yeah, hockey and baseball, we can't forget those guys. Local segment, we don't really want to even bring it up. No, we're not. We're, gonna... we're in the tra- we're transit. Let's just put it this way. We're transitioning from fall sports to winter sports here at St. Croix Central. We're done with fall sports at St. Croix Central. We're transitioning over to the basketball season. Your yeah. beloved coach, Bailey himself, coach Bailey, yeah. is bringing the St. Croix Panthers to a state oh, championship uh, we run ways. this year. Well, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna work hard. We're going to do everything we can. We as coaches, we've been meeting and talking and trying to get a plan together. And, you know, the guys seem... Seem like they're they're motivated and they're into it, but you know, comes down to that focus, that discipline, that you know, are you out, are you willing to outwork your opponent, and and if so, good things will happen. We have two weeks, not even a week and a half, to get to get ourselves prepared for that first day of practice. I like I said, I love November because that means basketball season's here. But uh, girls, girls basketball team, new girls coach, got a new coach. Few more numbers, few more girls out for the team. Sounds like um, they start up on Monday. Monday, really? Yeah. What else we got? Um, wrestling. Re- wrestling. Oh, right. oh, shout out to Owen Wasley taking second at that national, national event. event. That's big time, Owen. Oh, Owen Wasley. Wasley. Yeah, I'm excited to watch our rest. I saw a thing uh, Coach um, Holzer posted. It, I don't know, it was Wisconsin wrestling something or other that. Like we return a bunch of state qualifiers, like Three we're state. no one knows on Teague Holzer and oh, and runner up Owen Wasley. Yeah, all like, returning. So our not just individuals, but our team mm-hmm. for wrestling's got a got a shot this year. So that's exciting. Can't wait to watch them. Um, esports. I don't know what the, I don't know how it turned out last night, but I was talking to Mister Root in the library, and it was the last. They were undefeated going into last night. And last night was the last one. I don't know you call them games or match. I don't know what you call it. But if they won that eSports first season going unbeaten, let's really? go. Is that like a championship? Like I don't even know. We'll have to ask Mr. Madigan. He's kind of the guy on that. But that's exciting, too. I mean, I, I see those guys going in the library to, to game it up after school, man. Sounds like they're pretty good. They, I should play them sometime. I, I don't know. I don't play I video games. Play them sometime. <laughs> I don't play video games. Oh, you get cooked up, man. I would get cooked up. But anyways, back local segment. Dance team, I see there's, every day I walk through the commons on my way to the gym, there's a pile of kids out there getting ready, so we're full winter sports mode. Full winter sports mode, as we said, I'm going to tell you, you don't take some videos for the whole social media channels about your basketball team, maybe a little like, I don't know, just follow up on the basketball team a little bit, show everyone 
Coach Bailey when he's yeah. high intense. It's funny. I was uh, yesterday. I was standing in the gym, and Noah Newsbaum came over to me, and he's like, "I don't think I could ever play basketball for you." I was like, "What?" It kind of struck me as odd because I one, I don't ever expect him to. He's a wrestler. He goes, "I just couldn't take you serious." He's like, "You are complete. You are two different people." I he's, see. He's like, I, when you're like in the hallways in the classroom around school, he's like, "You're you're Mr. Bailey." When you coach, you're a different guy. I don't realize it. I mean, I kind of, I you are, kind you of are know. Coach Bailey, when you're um, on the- I'm just competitive. I love basketball, and I, you know, I want to win, and I want my kids to win, and I want to, I want to do well. You know, we work hard and try to put it on display, and I just get intense. But it's basketball season. Let's go! I'm so excited. It's basketball season again. Thank you guys for watching. Oh, it's. A- Follow the Instagram, TikTok, Twitter page. See all of our latest clips. Yeah, follow Twitter because we're starting to put polls out there, and those mm-hmm. polls can help kind of fuel greatest moment polls. We'll Ooh, have have maybe we'll up. maybe we'll add that on there. So if you're a listener, make sure you go get us on Twitter. Answer those polls because that can fuel some debate and conversation for our okay. shows. We could you know we could get you in on the show if you're interested. Uh, we're due for a guest here real soon. So yeah, thank you for watching. Well, listen to us next week. This is episode, I keep forgetting episode eight. This is right. I think it's eight. Yeah. Eight. So yeah. Thank you for watching. That's all I got. That's all I got. We out.